Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with New York City-based Juno-nominated jazz drummer Curtis Noasad on his new 2022 CD, CNR MXD. This new project is a companion project to his self-titled third album released in 2019 on Session Heads United and co-produced by pianist Mark Carey. The album focuses heavily on social justice issues and has been reimagined through the lenses of nine different producers from the U.S., Canada, and Europe. We cover the magnitude of COVID, messages within, the future, and so much more. Enjoy. Thanks for reaching out, man. I really dig this album. Oh, cool, cool. Great. Glad you dig it. Before we get into this album, you know, I know that we've talked several times, and I know we may have skimmed on COVID, but now that we're kind of coming out of it, you got an album coming out, live shows are happening. How did you do during COVID? How did it change the way that you go about your life as not only a person, but as a, as a musician now? Man, you know, I mean, it, it obviously had a profound effect on a lot of people. You know, the, uh, you know, I was, I was fortunate enough. My wife and I stuck around in New York the whole time, partly because we didn't really have any, we didn't have anywhere to go. You know, uh, my wife is a nurse, so she was working all through, all through the pandemic. We, uh, we stayed in town. I know, uh, a lot of people, a lot of people left and sort of pivoted and did other things. So for me, it was, it was doing a lot of remote recording was one of the big things that I, that I got into. So I, I kind of learned how to do a lot of that. And, uh, it, you know, so I was doing a lot of that from home through the pandemic. So, I mean, that, that, uh, Jester Champlick, uh, project that, that we, uh, talked about last year, that was one of the ones that we did. There's, there's been a handful of others that have come out now. So yeah, that was one of the big things. But then once, once the city opened up, like, like New York City opened July 1st, 2021, and there wasn't really a ramp up period. It was kind of, uh, it was like immediate and there were a lot less musicians around. So, so once it, once the city opened up, it was, it was almost unmanageably busy for a lot of cats over the summer last year until like the fall hit and, and, uh, you know, students started moving to town and everything when things started to get back to normal. But for a little while, there was like more work than there were cats for a minute, <laughs> you know? So it was, uh, so, you know, just by, just, just for sticking around, it was kind of a little bit of a reward that way. But now it's, now things are starting to get, starting to get back to normal for sure. You know I mean? I've, you know, I've been able to travel yeah. a little bit and, and playing a lot in town and everything. So, so I mean that's that's a blessing, and I guess that's a good problem to have. I mean, you know, yeah. having more work, right. especially during this period. So the new album, CNR MXC. The thing that strikes me about this album, and I've been talking to musicians about this, is that I think in these particular times we've been living through, there's just so many levels of inspiration that can be gathered, and I think social justice is something that was really brought to the forefront during this pandemic with George Floyd and even Colin Kaepernick, which you have a song in there about. You know, there's so many things that I think that the pandemic just blew up. It was already kind of festering, but it kind of blew up, and you're talking about a lot of these social issues. So what do these songs mean for you? What does it mean to have that mouthpiece as a musician to be able to do this? Yeah, I mean, it's really, you know, it's really important to me that, that uh, music has a message and that we're, that we're you know, trying to be forces for good, whether that's like a, on a on a larger societal level or even just on a you know personal one to one basis. Like it, you know, anything we can do to kind of improve our our uh, little corners of the world is a good thing. You know, it means a lot to me. I mean, we're you know playing, devoting my life to playing Black American music is important to me that that we don't ignore these kind of social issues and things. So a lot of those those songs were you know originally for my my self titled album that came out in 2019 before the pandemic. So there was a one, you know, devoted to, uh, 
to Colin Kaepernick. There was one dedicated to Fred Hampton and and Mario Franco and different different activists. And so it's just really important to me now. Now those songs have been given new life on CN Remix. You know, uh, different uh, producers have been able to put their stamp on it and and sort of fixate on which part of the which part of the track means to them. And a lot of them have come up with much more interesting, you know, or just a, another angle to look at the songs. Like like you know, you brought up Blues for Colin K. That one, you know, initially it was just the song dedicated to him on the on the original album, but. When Misha Savage and Jack Carter did their remix of it, they, you know, brought in a sample of the the first interview that Colin Kaepernick did in the locker room immediately after the first time that he was before he was even kneeling was you know just the first time that he didn't stand for the national anthem. They brought in like a sample from that interview, and it was you know really cool to hear his words over top of that and and sort of bring new new life into it. So the one thing I noticed, too, and, and it probably plays into the producers and even with Mark Carey from the 2019 session, is that there's a level of electronic in here that's, that's rather profound. How did you modify, add, or do, how, how did you play with the sound that you put on this album? Well, what's, what's cool about it is that I sort of didn't give anyone much direction. I mean, there, there were a couple of the remixes we, you know, we did sort of brainstorm a little bit or else, they, you know, uh, one of the producers might have come come to me with an idea, and I said, you, you know, let's maybe go a little more in this direction. But aside from that, I sort of just just gave them the the original recordings and said, you know, whatever you can come up with, come up with them. I mean, these are friends of mine and people that I trust. So if it's you know, let me know what you come up with, because because I wanted to know what's the part of this that grabs you, as opposed to, you know, me be you know me as the person who who wrote you know most of the music or wrote and arranged all the music, you know. For me, I know what's most interesting to me and the part that grabs me, but that's not necessarily the part that that grabs someone else, you know. So it's nice to hear someone else, like you know, pick what's most interesting to them and to make that the focal point. So, so in terms of the, you know, of course, on the original album, you know, Mark played, he played some, you know, Rhodes, he played Worley, he played, you know, a lot of synths and things like that. So we're, so already we were kind of um, going in that direction with the music, but then now having these amazing producers add their stamp on it, this, you know. It, just pushed it further and further in that direction. So, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it was really cool to just hear, you know, hear how that happened. You know, uh, the water protectors, that one, um, you know, Jesse Lee's remix of that one to me is a, is a great example of that. So the one thing that's been very key about this time period of like being away from the music live is that, you know, the fans are finally getting back. What, what is that feeling that you have that the, the audiences are like now prior to the pandemic. Do you feel a difference? Is there something that's, you know, different about it? Yeah, I mean, it, certainly when things first opened up, I noticed, a, you know, a very stark difference, just that people were, you know, while there's, on, on one level, there were people who were, who were more cautious, you know, being out in public just in general, which I think that sort of, like, leveled out a little bit. The part that was that was really amazing when, you know, talking about that period last year when stuff really started to kind of open again, people were just so grateful to be hearing live music and to be out of their house and be, you know, feeling other people's energy in in the room together. You know, I mean, even, even prior to when the city opened up, I mean, we were, you know, musicians are resilient. So we were all finding, all finding outlets. So there was, you know, I'd be playing at a regular outdoor gig, you know, for the last to like spring starting like when it was too cold to be outside and ending when it was too cold to be outside, you know, Yeah. but like just, uh, just playing outside and then just having people, you know, the audience is really like really appreciative of it. Cause I think that 
I, I don't think we, we thought that we would ever really be taking live performance for granted in that kind of way. Or we, I don't think we saw we were taking it for granted when I guess we, we, you know, realized how quickly it could be taken away, you know. What are you ultimately hoping the listener gets from this album? I mean, I hope that they're, you know, I mean, first of all, I just hope they enjoy the music. That's the, you know, it's always a, a good first one. But I hope that they really, uh, you know, really are able to dig into the, you know, same with same with the original sessions i hope they're really able to like to dig into the stories of the people who songs are dedicated to you know um fred hampton being one of them you know i mean in in the time since when when the original version of never forget what they did to fred hampton came out and this one you know there's judas and black messiah was released which has fantastic music by um craig harris who's who's a trombonist that i played with i ever had a long relationship with but that you know so i think a lot of you know people are starting to revisit that story and, and learn more about about the Black Panthers and about what Fred Hampton's mission was and everything. So I, I would hope that, you know, as people listen to each of these tracks, they'll they'll dig a little bit deeper into the you know, the the systemic injustices in this country and, and just, you know, learn more and educate themselves. But I hope also on the on another level I hope it just uplifts people when people, you know, enjoy the uh enjoy the music. In this case it's a really eclectic kind of collection you know i mean some stuff is more electronic some stuff is more hip-hop you know a couple of you know we've got guest mcs on a couple of things so so a couple of them just became completely different songs like song for mario franco became uh we renamed it solitude so it's like a so chase swiss does um, a couple verses on that one and then uh the other one is waltz for meg became um all the time and that's featuring austin antoine so those became completely different completely different songs. So I hope that, you know, people check out the original one, check out the new one, hear what happened, you know, in the meet, you know, what, how uh, producers changed it and everything. I hope they'll, hope they'll just enjoy it, you know, and then, and try to take that, take that positive energy with them elsewhere. So there's nothing like seeing this material presented live. What's the, what's the rest of 2022 looking like and what's 2023 opening up for you? Like, well, 2022 is wrapping up, but it's, it's still pretty busy. Uh, toward the end of the year. I actually just became a father a couple months ago. Um, oh, right so that's, uh, Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my son Congratulations. Born at the, thank you so much. So he was born at the end of September, so uh took a month off right around then, and then stuff, you know, I was planning on kind of easing back into work again, of course, got real busy real fast. <laughs> so <laughs> so got a lot going on. Um, but, uh, you know, I was able to, last month I played, um, a gig in in Toronto with uh, Jasmine Horn, their big band, so that was a lot of fun. I'm, you know, working a lot in the city. I've got actually a little. Uh, I'm doing a couple couple shows at small jazz clubs. We just played last Wednesday, and we're doing um, this coming Wednesday doing the late set uh, on so Wednesday, December 14th um, at Smalls. But then I'm actually at Smalls four other times this month, twice with Corey Wallace and twice with Philip Harper. So I'm there. A, you know, most of most of my 2022 is at Smalls, <laughs> and uh, 2023 we're working on um, a summer tour. So I've got a, uh, a trio EP that um, you know I'm getting ready to to release next year. Um, that's with uh, Andrew Renfro and Luke Selleck. Um So that's gonna be. So I'm looking forward to releasing that. And we've got a, you know I'm working on working on building a tour around it. So that's gonna be. So you know, stay tuned to hear about that. You know, so that, that's that's a big thing. Trying to trying to stay busy, keep keep moving forward. And I guess the best place to go out there, and we've learned this pretty well over the pandemic, is to go to Bandcamp to pick this album up. 
Yes, absolutely. Bandcamp is our is is absolutely the best place to support your favorite artists. You know, unless you know them personally, you can just you know circumvent everything. But you know, the Bandcamp is definitely the best the best platform. You know, um, you know, and I really like being able to to you know connect directly with fans through there. Perfect, Curtis. Man, thank you for reaching out again. It's always a joy to talk to you. Oh, of Love course. the music. I can't wait to play it on the show. Good luck. Congratulations on fatherhood. I'm sure that's gonna change a lot of things as life yeah. moves forward but it always changes Definitely. it for the better thanks so much joe appreciate your support thanks for listening and tuning in to another neon jazz interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest cats in kansas city new york city and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz thanks to curtis for always reaching out to the program and for his cool and music if you want to hear more interviews go to famous interviews with joe domino on either spotify or itunes visit neon jazz at youtube.com and for everything neon jazz go to the neon jazz.blogspot.com until next time Enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.